0: Hey, this is Gary Head at Signature Bank of Arkansas. We founded Signature Bank in 2005 with local ownership to serve our communities with the best bankers with the most authority to do business. We have succeeded in growing our bank to over $800 million in assets, including $50 million in growth in the first quarter in 21. We have 155 teammates that love our communities and the customers that we serve. We are always here to serve and eager to do so. As chairman and CEO, I welcome your call to have the opportunity to serve you. Please call 479-684-4700 or online at signature.bank and tell them that you heard about us at I Am Northwest Arkansas. Hey, folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited today. I always get excited when I have people back on the podcast that have been on the podcast before. And so this next guest is certainly has been uh, was actually the second person that I had on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. And she is Beth Bobbitt. She is the public relations director at Crystal Bridges Museum of American Art. And uh Beth is uh shared a lot of great things with us in that episode too. You can go back to I am Northwest forward slash two to listen to that particular episode. At the time, and I was reminding Beth of this, the episode title was four point two million people had gone through those doors. They can't be wrong, I think is what I had said in the, the title of that podcast. And so that number has significantly risen since then, even with the pandemic. And so I wanted to bring Beth back on the podcast because a lot has happened in the last two years since we visited with Crystal Bridges. There is a new facility called the Momentary and Crystal Bridges is in the throes of an expansion that I think is going to blow the minds of art lovers both near and far. And so without further ado, Beth Bobbitt, how are you doing?
1: Hi, Randy. It's great to be back. I'm well. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's so good to have you here and and really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. It's actually the day that we're recording this is a Tuesday, and that's the one day that the museum is closed. Is that correct?
1: That's right. Yeah, it's closed to the public, but it's a great day for us to, you know, do recordings and installations. And so we're all in the office, but it's kind of a low-key day.
0: Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm just excited to kind of catch back up with you to kind of hear what's happening at Crystal Bridges, what's going on and, and, and about this expansion that I'm hearing about. It's I think the last that I heard, it was almost 200,000 square feet of, of additional space, which I mean, it's already huge to begin with. But and then when you take into consideration the trails and then you could take into consideration the momentary, which is over there by the 8th Street Market there in Bentonville. I mean you guys are basically taking over Bentonville.
1: <laughs> the arts are creeping in. That's um, right. Yeah, it's oh very exciting. And just to put it into context, we are on about 120 acres. Sure. So the campus is large and there's roughly 5 miles of trails surrounding Crystal Bridges. So we're currently about 200,000 square feet and then the momentary as you mentioned came online in 2020 and that adds another 65 sixty five thousand square feet, so yeah, lots going on at both locations, but we're really excited about the next chapter, and it's you know coming up on ten years. It's just a great time to reflect on the mission and the impact, and yeah, think about what's next.
0: Yeah, well, speaking of the mission, would you mind uh, sharing with this audience the mission of Crystal Bridges and um, sure. what your what your goals are there?
1: Yeah. So Crystal Bridges opened in 2011, and the mission is to welcome all to celebrate the American spirit in a setting that unites the power of art with the beauty of nature. And so our founder, Alice Walton, was really interested and focused on the idea of access. So you can enter Crystal Bridges at no cost. It's always free to visit our permanent collection in the trails and grounds. But the goals were really twofold. One was to create this cultural space in the middle of the country and invite other people who may not otherwise have visited this community to see and experience the beauty of the Ozarks. And then the second part of that is to offer a unique art experience to the community, many of whom may not ever have been to an art museum before we opened. And so, you know, it's really cool to think about our kids growing up right with this museum and these cultural offerings right in their own backyard and it being around for generations to come.
0: Yeah. Now it is. I I mean, I tell people all the time, I kind of lead with that. And I ask people if they've ever heard of Crystal Bridges. I don't know where Crystal Bridges stands in terms of all of the the top museums, but I want to say that in my mind, and I've been all over the place, they are at least up in the top the top five museums in the country in terms of just not just the collection, but the overall, I don't know, atmosphere that Crystal Bridges evokes. And so, you know, it is a special place and it's right here. It's ours. It's right here in Northwest Arkansas. And when I get people that come from either coast and they come here, they can't believe that we have this collection right here in our own backyard.
1: Yeah. I I think that is truly the most rewarding part of the job is just to share it with other people. And even more fun when it's someone that has no expectations or doesn't know what to expect. And they, you know, enter this mecca of American art. And, you know, I I studied art in undergrad, and some of these works were literally in my textbook. So it's really cool to, again, you know, have this accessible to the community and really bring together art, architecture, and nature, because those are the three pillars. And you can't have one without the others at Crystal Bridges. Architecture is really important in connecting the art to the nature physically and, you know, embodying what it means to be an art museum. So yeah, it's really great to be able to share this with community and and travelers.
0: Yeah. So tell me, how has it been internally for you guys kind of dealing with this pandemic and you know, has it afforded you the ability to kind of be able to make plans unencumbered with a lot of other challenges that, or a lot of other issues that might come up if you were running the museum in a normal state, mm. if, if you will? Does that make sense? I mean, does, did the pandemic buy you some time to unveil this new desire to expand Crystal Bridges?
1: Yeah, in many ways it did. I think about you know when we were closing our doors at the beginning of the pandemic, and being a museum that is focused on access and that's a part of the mission, we've always really tried to share out information online and in a digital format. And so, in some ways, we we're really prepared for to do that and created VR experiences and switched our school field trips from in person to virtual and. There are a number of things that we found that worked really well. I would say the biggest takeaway in terms of our strategic priorities is the way in which we activated Crystal Bridges and the Momentary as sites for social connecting and belonging. And so that means, you know, reaching into the community, all different groups with specific programs. You know, we have really had this focus on our DEI efforts and. So, putting together multilingual programs, we now have our our text translated in English and Spanish throughout the museum, and so it you know it spurred some ideas. But really, we have this new emphasis on community outreach. We are an anchor, and there's a lot of you know programs that came about. We had a social connecting program where we asked ten artists to kind of represent what it means to be together during the pandemic and people could color or paint or write messages of hope and inspiration. And those went out into the community to people that were in isolation. So senior facilities or hospitals, and then we had a mobile art exhibition as part of that. So like really thinking beyond the physical space of Crystal Bridges was important in addition to, you know, all of the safety measures that of course we had in place and, and have many of those back in place. So yeah, it's been really important to just think about activating our space for community change.
0: And so what the plans that you have now to expand the space, was it a desire just to be able to show or share more art or was there, was there something else that was kind of the genesis behind this, idea of just expanding the original space?
1: Yeah, all of the above.
0: <laughs> you know, <laughs> since
1: opening, we mentioned the attendance, welcoming over five and a half million people. In the first year we were open, we had, our target was so much lower. We had 600,000 visit the museum over the course of the first year and 5,000 people join and become members. And so right away, we saw that we had underestimated the ability of art to bring people together. And so I think that, you know, just the sheer volume of people interested in visiting has spurred it. And then of course, some of the community outreach components, we need more space for education. We need, our collection has doubled in size. So we're, we have roughly 3,500 objects now. And at any given time, we're only able to put three to four hundred works on view. And so, you know, that's a lot that's sitting in storage. And we're a young, active institution that is still acquiring works. And so we want to get as much on view as possible. And so all of that being a, a place for gatherings, you know, so creating more outdoor spaces, more terraces and a cafe and yeah, different program opportunities throughout the museum is is what we're most looking forward to with this expansion.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned outdoor spaces and we were talking about it before we started the podcast, but a lot of people don't realize A, that you have trails up here, that they are well utilized. Yes. Uh, all four seasons, I might add. I mean, yeah. people are out there in the wintertime. I know people that walk the trail that live up in Bentonville and walk the trails on a regular basis. That's like that's their walk but yeah. I mean, you've had upwards of 4 million people plus on those trails. Right. And in addition to the fabulous light shows that you guys have done on the trails and the exhibits that have, that you've shown, I mean, there's a little bit of everything out there. I, I even think there there is a, a Frank Lloyd Wright house that one of the trails goes by. And I've right. been in that house because he's one of my favorite architects. But I mean there's there's a little something for everyone on the trails there and that's true, that's yeah. and and you don't even have to step foot inside of a building to experience that.
1: Right. And you know as important as the art in the galleries is the trails because you're introduced to, you know, this beautiful Ozark landscape. You can take in the architecture, but you're also, you know, experiencing sculptures and engagements along the way and as you say, people do visit all year round. It looks completely different in every season. And our grounds, our trails and grounds team is amazing at making sure that it just pops all year round. And we've, you know, in recent years, we've added on to the museum on the north side to make it more accessible to get to the north forest. Mm -hmm. So a few years ago, many of the listeners may remember the Chihuly exhibition. It was very popular. We had an indoor and outdoor version, but to get to that trail, we had to build a tower and a new lobby and a pedestrian bridge and now we use it all year round in the winter, we have a north Forest lights experience that you know is really popular and fun, especially around the holidays so
0: it's it's fab i mean anybody listening to this, if you haven't experienced it, it is fabulous it's and so cool yeah, it is cool and I want to add this other piece. If you ever have looked for a place for inspiration or you know how they say sometimes. It's every now and then I'll go out and I don't know if you do this, Beth, because you have young kids too, but like I'll go out for a walk and sometimes I just need to decompress. And, you know, I don't take, I take my phone, but I don't take uh, any headphones. I don't listen to anything. I just, I just kind of veg out and just take in nature. If you ever have had a desire to do that, the trails up at Crystal Bridges are the place to go to do that, to just walk for a half hour, 45 minutes or an hour. And I got to tell you, your, your countenance and your, and your thoughts will change mm. over that time. Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's so special. And, you know, it's so accessible too. Like you said, you can go all year round every day, um, even on Tuesday when we're closed to the public, our trails are open. And it's nice because we have this art trail that leads from the south entrance all the way downtown Bentonville. Uh, so you could, you know, make a day out of it and walk from downtown Bentonville and it's about three quarters of a mile, but you'll see the James Terrell Sky Space installation along the way or the Love Sculpture or the Frank Lloyd Wright House, as you mentioned. All You can make a day out of it without ever setting foot inside the museum, which of course we encourage people to do as well.
0: Yeah, no, it's exciting. And, you know, I, I certainly would be remiss if I didn't mention the momentary. A lot of people are kind of confused about the relationship between the momentary and Crystal Bridges. Would you be able to kind of just explain to our audience how the two relate and actually why the momentary even came about in the first place?
1: Oh, yeah. That's a great question. I, I think it's all of the things that we've talked about in terms of just there being so much interest in the arts and culture in Northwest Arkansas and beyond and realizing the success of Crystal Bridges in the first few years. You know, this. Contemporary art space was conceived. So thinking about, you know, it as an economic opportunity, a way to expand arts and culture in Northwest Arkansas. It took inspiration from Crystal Bridges, but very different in that. Well, for one thing, it was a repurposed cheese factory. So (laughs) while Crystal Bridges was created specifically to be a museum, this was repurposed, which adds to the story and the flavor and you know, thinking about contemporary art and the name, the momentary, it's really about being in the moment, having some culinary experiences with the tower bar and being able to see, you know, contemporary exhibitions that are happening. And, and then the performing arts part is more ro- robust. I'd say we have festivals and concerts and a little, a little something for everyone, but it is a little bit more. I guess I would say edgy or, you know, laid back. Uh, we invite people to go through the galleries with coffee. And so it's a different experience. You know, Crystal Bridges is a traditional museum setting and everything feels very polished. And the, mu- the momentary invites artists to be working, you know, at the site and in the moment and really meant to be kind of a living room for the community. And so we are, the relationship is that it's a satellite of Crystal Bridges.
0: Yeah. And I, I want to I mean, anybody listening to this, if you haven't been to the Momentary, please check it out. It's a it's right there across from the A Street Market. It is a converted cheese factory. And it's you're right. It's the example of taking something and repurposing it for an even higher not, not that there's anything wrong with cheese, because I love cheese, but repurposing it at a higher level. Because if you go into the momentary, you're kind of blown away at this, and it's ours, right? It's everybody here in Northwest Arkansas can take advantage of it. And then, you know, it is attracting artists from around the country that want to come and be a part of what's happening here. So it's a very special place. And then you jump back over just, I don't know, a half mile, a mile away from there to the actual Crystal Bridges site. And, you know, you you walk into the main atrium there with, and I understand that that's all changing, Beth, that uh, originally that, that spider was outdoors. And now that's, that circular atrium which was really cool where where it had the sculpture of this huge looming spider and all i could think of is is charlotte's web but <laughs> but a much meaner spider looking down upon you but beautiful nonetheless is now that's all now enclosed is that correct
1: correct okay. so and the listeners have no fear maman has been relocated so <laughs> she is on the art trail on the south side of the building and she loves it. She has lots of room to stretch her legs, and it, it's a wonderful location. But you're right, the dome has, or the courtyard is now a dome. So it is enclosed, which is great because we have some shelter from weather. We're able to do some programming in there. It also just, we, you know, moved the doors, took the doors off the front entrance. It's, so it's just a wide open space, which is really nice anyway, but especially in times of COVID and social distancing, it's great to have just more space and we have some new lobby furniture. And so it's got a new modernized look and is going to be functional for programs and weddings and different events.
0: Yeah, no, that's exciting. I I can't wait to see it. I've seen some of the work from the outside, but I I hadn't been in since, I've been in since the pandemic, but I haven't been in since they, they made some of those changes there. So I can't wait to get back over and and see what you've done. So yeah, um, and I have
1: a little pro tip for you. Your boys will probably love this because they are performers. But there's a certain spot in the middle of the lobby, the dome. If you stand in the just the right spot, it's like this crazy echo acoustic thing going on. So it, it makes your voice sound really loud and beautiful. And so I can't wait until we're able to do concerts in there. But
0: oh, I'm sure fun for
1: kids to experiment with that.
0: Yeah, no, and speaking of concerts and, you know, other events that you've had at the at Crystal Bridges, I was just speaking with a mutual friend of ours, Anthony Sumlin, um, mm. the other day and we were talking about I was thanking Anthony for exposing me to several events at Crystal Bridges. So it's not just art. I mean, you guys, you know, you've brought in there there've been great talks. I mean, you brought Brian Stevenson in from the <sighs> Equal Justice Institute, which was an amazing that was an amazing Friday night in a December. I can't remember what year it was, but it was outstanding. I saw Anderson and Rowe there, the dueling pianos. I mean, just right. and then the Bentonville Film Festival has held events there at Crystal Bridges. So you guys have really made that space available and accessible for the widest audience possible how are you going to top yourselves as we come out of this <laughs> pandemic you know oh,
1: that is such a great question i you know we're we're getting to experiment a little bit more at the momentary and that is the beauty of opening a new venue and having this new space i think that i'm most looking forward to some large scale festivals when it is safe to do so but we'll continue to have different programs for all ages you know literally from the time you're a baby until adulthood, we have a CB baby program, uh, lots of family days. And like you said, concerts and lectures that are really interesting and inspiring. And a lot of people don't realize we have over 800 programs and events that happen all year round. And so the arm of our program and education team is significant.
0: Yeah, no, it's, you know, I, there there have been so many things that I've seen there, so many uh, exhibits that I've seen. Uh, you yeah. had Hank Hank Willis Thomas oh there. I mean, that was an outstanding exhibit, and then just yeah, yeah, really life changing. And I mean, just and then I got to come back and hear him speak. He came and spoke, and I mean, that was that was fabulous. So yeah, it, it it's suffice it to say, it's what I the the, the phrase that I used to describe Crystal Bridges is an embarrassment of riches. <laughs> I mean, seriously, when you think about it, right? I mean, yeah, you work there, but I'm just telling you from the outside, when people ask me, well, what's so special about Crystal Bridges? And I've been all over. I've been to the Louvre. I've been to some of the finest museums in the world. And I say that Crystal Bridges can stand toe to toe with a lot of these museums. And and I think we should be proud of having something like that in our backyard here in Northwest Arkansas. And I think that, you know, as we get more people moving to this area, it just doesn't need to be the best kept secret.
1: Yeah, no, that's, it's an amazing endorsement. Thank you. And uh, you are such an ambassador for the arts in our community. So that means a lot coming from you. We, you know, we have had over 80 exhibitions throughout the years, and they've really been a tool for education and activism and in some ways. And I think Hank Willis Thomas is a perfect example of that, you know, that show opened around the time that the pandemic was beginning. And our country was going through so much racial unrest and, you know, that we just heard from visitors that that was such a moment of respite and encouragement and inspiration. And, um, he's now on our board of directors, which I'm happy about. So yeah, really meaningful exhibitions throughout the years too.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, I, well, I didn't know he was on your board of directors, but, but as you say that and now, I remember correctly that, that exhibit happened, I think it was like in January or in February mm-hmm. of t- 2020. Mm-hmm. And it was almost prophetic that Crystal Bridges had that because of everything else that would happen in February and in March, and then in May with George Floyd and, mm-hmm. and it's just everything that happened last summer. You know, it just, it really was, it was, it was timely to say the least. So yeah. So that's great and I and I'm glad to hear that he is part of the board with Crystal Bridges and I'm sure he will he will be able to put his thumbprint on things as you guys move forward and continue to expand what Crystal Bridges is all about. So what would be some of the biggest differences like somebody that hasn't been in a while and they come back when they cuz I know that this work is not going to be done tomorrow. What's the timeline of this expansion and and what are what are your hopes? in a perfect world and i'm using air quotes here in a perfect world of construction and design and all that other good stuff what is your hope for the for finishing out this expansion
1: oh good question in a perfect world we would start in early 2022 and be done in 2024 open perhaps very very soon after that but it will be ongoing and i think it's important to note that we won't close the museum it will remain open throughout construction and May have to reroute, you know, the trail that leads on that side of the north side of the museum, but the, you know, it won't be a significant, you know, disruption for visitors.
0: Sure. And is have you guys already? Uh, are there rendered draw? I don't know if I've seen those. Are there renderings? Of- yes, I oh, need okay. to send
1: you those. Yeah. yeah,
0: I'd love to share those on our show notes so people can see them. And of course, we'll we'll direct people. Uh, remind everybody what is the best website for Crystal Bridges?
1: So it's crystalbridges.org. And then the momentary.org
0: Right. So they can go to either one of those. But yeah, I'd love to get, you can share those renderings with me and I'll put those in the show notes. So those of you that are happen to just be on our page, listening to the podcast, you can go right down and, and look at the renderings and see what the plans are, because uh, you can get excited like I am for what this expansion is going to look like.
1: Yeah. So, well, thank you for your excitement. And yeah. I would encourage your listeners to follow us on social media. we update those channels and and could have more information on the expansion there too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So are there any new exhibits happening soon, even with everything that's going on that you want to share or talk about?
1: Sure. So we, of course, are leading up to our 10th anniversary. And as part of that, the kickoff is really around the exhibition Crystal Bridges at 10. I don't know if you've had a chance to see it yet, but it's I really engaging. It. Yeah, it's it's oh. kind of 10 mini exhibitions rolled into one. So taking inspiration from our collection, but then there's also some new works that have never been on view and some interesting pairings and some engagements. We have a tableau at the end that your boys would love because they <laughs> can touch it and make pictures and and be a part of the artwork. So I think that... that's really exciting as a way to sort of launch this celebration season and reflect on where we've been and where we're going.
0: Yeah, I think that's exciting. And I want to mention to everyone that just as a marker, the original Crystal Bridges opened on 11-11-11. So... On november 11th of 2021 that will be 10 years so are you are you guys going to do something specifically on that day as well oh
1: you know we will okay all
0: right I <laughs> we'll have some would, parties
1: so. and yeah, yeah. celebrations yeah. we've got some things up our sleeves but yeah look for look for some programs and opportunities around our actual anniversary for sure
0: yes and i so i want to add if you're listening to this podcast it'll be out before 11 11 21. But if you're listening to this after 11, 11, 21, I'm sure there will be quite a bit of online information that you can see about how they celebrate this 10 year anniversary of such a fine institution. And um, again, definitely check out what they're doing at Crystal Bridges because uh, it's one of the best parts of living here in Northwest Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I actually have, as I'm recording this in a couple of days, we have some family visiting. And the first place that we take people that, that come from out of town is to Crystal Bridges. So we, <laughs> I love just, hearing we that. We just want to show them off and just, you know, we're taking them to Crystal Bridges. And now we, I don't know if, uh, you've been to, uh, Pizzeria Ruby. Have you been there yet no. in Johnson? Oh no. man, just, uh, you talk about some good pizza. It's a gentleman from, uh, Boston that knows how to throw down in a kitchen and make some of the best Neapolitan style pizza that you're going to ever have. And, and, um, just, um, really, really good. So. We're definitely gonna get some pizza and we're gonna go get go do some art and check out Crystal Bridges. So, you know. Socially distanced, of course, but we're still gonna enjoy it nonetheless.
1: Yes. We yeah. invite you to do so. And I'm excited to know about pizza. Like what else? What else, yeah. else do you need? We have it all now.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Is there anything else that you want to share before we close out this episode?
1: Just thank you for having me on again. It's been so nice to catch up and Yeah, I hope I hope your listeners will look for ways they can be a part of our 10th anniversary season and just stay in touch.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I'll make sure they have access to your Instagram and all of the different ways on social media that you can stay abreast of what's happening on at Crystal Bridges. I follow them on Instagram for sure. And that's kind of how I stay informed in addition to connecting with people. and, And I would love for you to give a plug real quickly. To some of the benefits of joining Crystal Bridges and becoming a part of what's happening there, because I remember when I first came and I met Anthony, and he was like, "Oh man, you got to be, you got to join Crystal Bridges, and you know, become a part of it. it." It does give you access to other museums around the country, but more importantly, you can really sew into what Crystal Bridges is doing right here in your own backyard.
1: Yeah, thank you for mentioning that. We do have some amazing member perks and you know, aside from just giving back to the community and that feel good thing that comes along with it. We also offer free exhibition tickets to our members, early access to programs and discounts on, you know, museum store items or culinary and different programs. So it's, it's definitely worth it. Those start at about $75 and go up depending on the benefits. So I encourage everyone to check that out.
0: Yeah. Money well spent. And we'll put a link to that as well on the show notes so that you can go directly to the page where you can join and become a part of uh, Crystal Bridges and, and um, just I- experience what a lot of other people are experiencing in, in terms of taking advantage of this great resource, this great artistic resource right in our own backyard. So, yeah. well, Beth, thank you so much for connecting with us today. And again, the website is crystalbridges.org. And uh, you can go there to check out anything about Crystal Bridges. We'll put a link to best profile so that you can learn a little bit more about her and what her team is doing and you'll be able to connect with her that way through our show notes. But thank you so much for coming Perfect. on. Well the podcast. thank
1: you. And I hope your family enjoys their visit and I will see you soon.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, they they will I th- I know that they will definitely enjoy it. And uh I'll send you an email or a text and and share with you, you know, their feedback because I know they're going to have a great time. So yeah,
1: that, leave a you. review for sure. Yeah,
0: exactly. So well, thank you very much, folks. That okay. There you have it. Uh, that's another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. To learn more about us or to read or download the show notes from today's episode, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. You can listen to this podcast and sign up for our free newsletter to keep up with us and all things NWA. Sign up today. You can also subscribe to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast wherever you listen to it. And please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcast. I said subscribe, but I actually really meant to say follow because a lot of the podcast platforms are now changing the language and they don't say subscribe here. They say follow here. So you can follow the podcast. Remember, our podcast comes out every Monday, rain or shine. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and we'll see you back here next week for a new episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Peace.